Hello everyone and welcome to Coffee Break. I'm your host, Leon L. Tonight I got um, two stories I want to tell. One's about the uh, missing, it's called uh, 411 Missing or Missing 411 about uh, people that uh, go in these woods and they forest the woods and they end up disappearing. Um, they said people has gone for 20 and 30 years and somehow reappear back and uh, all this that's uh, very interesting um, but first story I'm going to tell uh, Bernie Sanders was asked about UFOs um, they asked him if he was elected president would he uh, come clean about the UFO uh, UFOs here uh, this, this is what he said. He said, Democratic presidential candidate Bernie Sanders became the latest politician to be asked about the UFO phenomenon and provided a rather tantalizing answer. The exchange occurred during the Vermont Senator's recent appearance on the Joe Reagan experience. Following an hour-long conversation centered around the campaign for president, Rogan wrapped up the interview with a somewhat surprising question about UFOs. Uh, he said, he asked him, now this is Joe Rogan asked uh, Bernie Sanders, he said, if you got into the office, Rogan asked, and you found out something about aliens, if you found out something about UFOs, would you let us know? In response, Sanders said with a chuckle, my wife would demand that I let you know and explained that she had pressed him for answers about the phenomenon in the past. She goes, Bernie, he recalled, what is going on, do you know? Do you have any access? Unfortunately, Sanders indicated that he does not have the elusive access to UFO answers. To his credit, Rogan put forward the initial question again, and the Senator promised that if elected president and he has told something about the phenomenon. I'll be on the show. We'll announce it on the show. For those keeping score at home, Sanders becomes the third Democratic presidential candidate to weigh in on the UFO phenomenon this election cycle, following Seth Moulton and Andrew Yang. Perhaps even more intriguing than that may be that this is actually the second time that Sanders has been asked about UFOs and represents something of a change in stance as back in 2016, he dismissed the phenomenon and gave the impression that he had no interest in the subject. Huh, very interesting. Um, now, getting to the story um, about the 411 missing um, I watched this on uh, YouTube the other day, and it's very intriguing about um, this 411 thing. They say that people will go into woods and forest in other countries, or even the U.S. People go, will go into woods. Now, they tell people not to wear uh, light-colored clothes, like yellow any bright colored clothes 
and if somehow it does something, makes them disappear or something, I really don't know. Could there be uh, UFOs involved in this? Maybe. Maybe there's like a thing where people go into and, and then they're gone. That kind of thing. Um, watching this is very, very interesting um, about this. And uh, I watched this one man who was gone since he was like 10 years old, went in there with his father when he was 10. He disappeared and all of a sudden, uh, 20 years later, he comes back home. He don't know where he's been. He can't explain where he's been. It just was a blur. All he remember was when he was just a child. That's all he remembers. He couldn't explain where he was taken to or just anything. Um, but they say most of, the, most of these people have been males that have been disappearing in the woods. Has been mostly males. And it's mostly been by water. Water and berries. I, it doesn't make no sense. Water and berries. Um, could there be something that's not this earth that is uh, transporting these people to another dimension? Could it be uh, maybe this dimension is taking them forward in time or maybe backwards in time? You know, no one really knows uh, how this whole thing started. Just people starting disappearing all the way from little children all the way up till, uh, you know, 60 year old, 60 year old men have was disappearing in these different kinds of forests and, and all this. Um, people don't know. Uh, people don't know. They say it's unclear of how this happens. Um, you might want to check it out on YouTube. It's a very interesting story. Um, I don't know, you know, if maybe this yellow has something. If you wear yellow, it tracks them and all this stuff. But there's been cases, you know, people showing up 20 and 30 years later. I, re I really don't know. Um, most people think it's a... Uh, it's uh, has to do with the uh, demons. Maybe the demons is pulling to somewhere, maybe to hell, and they don't remember they've been there, but then they've brought, been brought back. Um, but they want you to wear, they say, if you ever do this, go in the woods, make sure you wear dark clothing. That's what it says. Um, and all that. So... Yeah, so this is... You know, could aliens be involved in this? I really don't know. Yeah, it says it could be some sort of evil force people, or is it just for folklore of how this is? But how can you explain all these people disappearing and then coming back 20 years later, or even five years, 10 years? How can you explain uh, that happening? Like a 10 year old boy, is going to live in the woods for 25 years and then all of a sudden come back as a grown man, you know, a 30-year-old or whatever, whatever the case may be. Now, how can how can that ex how can you explain that? You can't explain it. It's you know, and then they have no no uh, they don't remember where they've been. All they remember is when they were 10 years old, walking with their father in the woods, and then all of a sudden they're just going. You turn around and the kid's gone. The guy's walking, all of a sudden, his kid's walking right behind him. He stops, turns around, all of a sudden, where did this kid go? He's gone. 
Um, most of this, it says uh, this happened over in, uh, uh, mostly in the foreign countries like Japan and China and all this stuff. As they say most of for Indonesia, uh, where most of this has happened. A lot of the stuff happened in the Colorado Rockies. You know, it's uh, out in Utah and all this stuff. Uh, you know, it's, it's based on this missing 411 series of books. Uh, the author wrote this. David, I guess his name is David Polides. David Polides wrote this missing 411 series of books. And I guess everything based in those books is true. All the people that came forward about all this is, is true. I guess these are all cases of disappearance cases of people. Uh, you know, just people and di- disappearing, coming back. Uh, I'd like to really know where they were taken to. Could it be a UFO phenomenon thing that took these people, or could it be something, you know, maybe it's, it is something that's not of this world, that's something to do, or could there be, uh, you know, uh, a, a separate realm, as, a, as it were. Maybe, maybe the Earth, you know, here on the Earth, maybe there's a separate well, a realm that's, uh, you walk through it and then you're in another time warp somewhere else or something. Really don't know. But the interesting thing is if you want to check this out, uh, go on YouTube. It's called The Missing 411. Uh, it has a lot, these people will tell their stories, uh, you know, and they, they make these people take lie detector tests. And these people took lie detector tests and they passed them. They passed them with flying colors. As far as I know, it's hard to try to get past the lie detector test. Um, but as they pass the lie detector test, um, if anybody's interested in this, like I said, go on YouTube. It's called Missing 411. Uh, uh, the author's name is David Polides that wrote these books. Um, you might find it interesting to... Um, read there and check it out on uh you know check it on youtube um here's a story about this six-year-old little boy uh, it says here okay this is a six-year-old boy who disappeared it says on june 14 1969 dennis was on a camping and hiking trip to the great smoky mountains now here's the u.s great smoky mountains when he and his family stopped off at a grassy mountain highland meadow and popular stop-off point along the Appalachian Trail, uh, it was known as Spence Field. As the, as the adults sat out on the grass chatting, Dennis, his brother, and two other boys on the trip thought it would be amazing or amusing to play a prank on their parents. They decided that they would split up, go out into the woods, and then jump out from different directions to startle the adults in what was meant to be just harmless fun. It says three of the boys went one way, and Dennis, who was the youngest, went the other. He shouldn't have went by himself. He should have stayed with the other boys. Uh, the reason he had been chosen to be on his own was that he was wearing a highly visible bright red shirt. This is something to remember in relation to this article. The bright colors just as planned. Uh, the three other boys jumped out and scared the adults, but then the men asked where Dennis was. Since the other boys had been had seen him just a few minutes earlier, 
they assumed that he had merely missed his cue, and so they waited for him to jump out of the trees as well, but he never appeared. Uh, It says Dennis' father, Bill Martin, went out to get his son, expecting that he would be there, hiding in the bushes, as he had been instructed. Uh, But an immediate search of the area showed no signs of the boy, and calls in the woods went unanswered. Uh, Worried Bill and Dennis' grandfather, Clyde Martin, hiked out in different directions, farther farther and farther from the place where the boy had just had last been seen and still they found nothing. Park rangers were notified and a search was launched that would last till nightfall. When heavy rain began to come down along with thunder, which hampered efforts to find the boy and the search was called off until the following day was still no trace of where Dennis had gone off to. Uh, it said in a twist, a mere, af- a mere hours after Dennis had gone missing, a family named the Keys reported that they had been hiking around six miles from Spence Field when they heard a boy scream. The son, who also claimed to have been, uh, the son who also had uh, claimed to have seen movement in a bush, which he had first had thought to be a bear, but turned out to be a man walking in the woods with something apparently slung over his shoulder. As spooky as this may seem, authorities determined that the location was too far away from Spence Field to have possibly have anything to do with Dennis within the time frame of events. Say so they should have went and investigated this. Um, it says in the following days, the search efforts would quickly grow in size to hundreds of people uh, checking the area, including park rangers, locals, volunteers, the FBI, National Guard, and even Green Berets and Psychics, along with bloodhounds and helicopters. And meanwhile, the news of the disappearance had started making major national headlines since Dennis was described as a robust, healthy boy with plenty of hiking experience. It was thought that he was alive and would be found in short order, but continuing heavy rains, flooding roads, as well as thick fogs made efforts difficult for their part. Dennis's parents posted a hefty reward for any information leading to finding their son. Dennis Martin has never been found and not a trace of what happened to him has ever been uncovered. This all fits several of uh, Paula D's criteria, including the brightly colored clothing. Now, see, man, I was talking about earlier when they were saying don't wear yellow and don't wear, you know, the bright colors like red. there was another case of a four-year-old boy, Alfred Bella Hartz, who in the summer of 1938 was on a fishing and camping trip with his family at Colorado Rocky Mountain National Park. As the boy and his parents were taking a hike along a river, little Alfred, who was wearing a brightly colored shirt, suddenly simply disappeared without explanation. One moment he had been there walking in a line behind them, and the next the parents had turned around to find he was gone without a trace. There had been no no shout or sign or sign of distress, and all calls to him went unanswered. He had seemingly just ceased to exist. Although the parents claimed that the boy had gone nowhere near the water, authorities were nevertheless convinced that he had fallen to the river and immediately went about blocking off the river so that it could be thoroughly searched 
and so that his body would not float too far away. The six-mile stretch of the river where Alfred had vanished was searched and drained, dredged for five full days without t- turning up any sign of the boy, and when bloodhounds were brought in, they oddly tracked his scent to around 500 feet uphill from where, from where his parents had been when he had disappeared, which was odd considering he had supposedly gone missing as he was walking behind them. Also strange was that uh, allegedly the bloodhounds followed the trail for some time before reaching a fork and suddenly stopping and simply lying down at odd behavior for trained scent dogs to display. And also strange because it seemed that the trail had just abruptly stopped to vanish just as surely as the boy had. Well, very interesting there too. Um, I don't know if you could really believe these stories that people did tell these stories. You know, they they passed them with flying colors. Uh, like I said, if you're interested in this, it's called Missing 411. Um, it's on YouTube. You might find it interesting. Um, I want to thank everybody for stopping in tonight to the coffee break. I'm your host, Leon L. Everybody have a good night.